Have you been trying to train or retrain your horse without the help of a trainer or an instructor? And you're just running into a couple of issues. <laughs> okay, I've got good news for you. This episode is about the five most common things that happen to riders when they're trying to train or retrain that are actually causing them to become stuck and also how you can get unstuck starting today. Okay, let's go. Hey there, and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast. My name is Lorna Leeson. I'm an equestrian trainer and coach, and I help riders who are working alone with their horses, well, take the overwhelm and the confusion out of it and actually have a plan to make progress going forward. So on that note, let's go. Okay, so I said that there are five common things that happens when riders very often or are happening when riders are trying to train or retrain their horses alone. And I do feel that this is an important topic because I think for many riders, it can feel very frustrating, but also almost like this heart sore feeling. That's a very South African term, but this heart sore feeling that comes because you want the best for your horse. You want to help your horse move forward. You want to move forward as a rider as well. In fact, you probably got into all this thinking like, wow, I've got my own horse and look at this. We're going to make magic together. And then four months in, you're like, you know what? No, we're not making magic at all. We're just repeating the same day over and over. Well, luckily there are, as I said, a couple of things that you can look for in your riding and also you can begin working on in order to get you and your horse out of this situation going forward. Okay, so the very first thing that I want to talk about today is a lack of consistency. Now, as we begin to work ourselves with our horses um, and actually step into that role as trainer, which is what you're doing in this situation, I do feel that it is important to get that clear in your head because it'll help you to show up a little bit differently and hopefully a little bit better for your horse. But um, as we do that, we often see consistency as to do with the schedule. So how many days we're working with the horse, how often we're working with the horse, things like that. And that's important. I'm not saying that is not important. Of course, it's important. However, there also is consistency in what you're doing. And this can be a more difficult one to begin to get, well, consistent on or with. Okay, but it is something that is worth uh, your time and your effort to actually help you get there. So how I would begin working with this is, first of all, getting really, really clear on each individual session. Okay, and remembering that regardless of what you're doing, you're actually training or retraining your horse, which means that on the ground, in the saddle, in the field, on the trail, anywhere you're interacting with your horse is actually a training session, okay, and a training moment. And when we only think about training or retraining as having to do with being in the arena, this is where we begin to lack that consistency. So, for example, a lot of riders will become very, very slack, with their aids, with their position, with their just timing, their overall communication, they won't pay enough attention to it when they're not in the arena working. And yet they expect the horse to understand the differences. And the thing is, when you're training or retraining, it all comes down to what you're doing consistently if you're all over the place. So meaning that as soon as you step out the gate to the arena, 
well, your seat doesn't really matter anymore and you'll just haul on the reins and, you know, you're kind of sitting heavy in the saddle and you're not paying attention to contact and ugh, who cares about kind of engagement. Ugh, you know, that's only something we do in the arena. Well, then it becomes very difficult for your horse to actually pick up on that when he gets back into the arena because <laughs> now you're training him something totally different, okay? So it is important to be consistent. Now, practice is important. You know practice is important. But if you're doing the wrong things and you're practicing the wrong things, well, it doesn't matter how much you practice, it's not going to improve. So it's also when you're talking about consistency, it also is really, really important to make sure that you're consistent with your practice and with the communication throughout the practice. And the practice can be practicing going to maybe fetch your horse from the field or practicing tacking up okay these are all moments where you can begin to instill these expectations that you have for your horse going forward so it's really important to be consistent with that the second issue that many riders come up against is confusing training and retraining now this is a biggie they are not the same thing hey they're very different and you have to kind of be open to the fact that your horse has learned lots of things okay like he's gone through life and it doesn't matter how old he is he has been learning things every single day of his life and sometimes as riders we introduce new things so it could be that you're introducing lateral work or you're introducing contact or you're introducing the half halt okay so we can introduce new things but very often we're actually retraining other things that your horse already knows, okay? So this also comes down to all of the people who've been interacting with your horse over the years, okay? Essentially, training is creating an expectation or an outcome to a certain question, okay? Retraining is when you begin to change the expectation or the outcome when the same question is applied. Now, very often for thoroughbreds that come from the racetrack, they really and truly need retraining as opposed to training. Yes, later it's a training issue, but initially there is a retraining issue that has to happen. And very often, this is my experience, sometimes retraining can take a little bit longer, okay? Because there is this habit, this, this kind of I don't know, this way of doing things that has been allowed for, I don't know how long, however long, but at the end of the day, you're trying to change that. And that can be difficult. And particularly when pressure is applied, and this then plays to the consistency. If you are consistent with the training or the retraining, you're going to have success. But it is really, really important to understand there is a difference between the two and that you have to really and truly invest yourself with regards to one or the other. Okay. Now, there's the third thing that I want to talk about is the difference between thinking and doing. Now, this seems really basic, but you'd be surprised, hey? <laughs> Tell you, have you ever watched a video of yourself doing something? And it could be dancing, it could be running, it could be riding your horse, okay? It makes no difference what it was. But how you felt in that moment, okay, when you were doing the thing, and then how you see yourself in that moment when you watch back at yourself doing the thing, yet totally different. And you're like, oh, really? Is that how I looked? 
gosh, it didn't feel like that. <laughs> and um, this is important to consider when we're riding. And this is where when we're working alone, okay, so we don't have the feedback from a trainer or a coach, things can get really, really murky and almost like it, it becomes difficult to see the difference, okay? You, you think you're doing everything the right way. Meanwhile, the horse is not responding or you're not moving forward. Nobody's making progress. Is it possible that what you think you're doing and what you're doing are two very different things? Now, I would say that using a video, and this is as simple as setting up a phone and just riding in front of it, okay? You can do that. The other way that I love suggesting riders begin to create a feedback loop for themselves is through lunging um, because you can see exactly the effect or the influence that whatever it is that you're doing with your horse you can see how it is playing out in real time which is really really important but John you can use a video and keep in mind that if you have hit a plateau in your training or your retraining or your schooling or your skills as a rider okay if things are not improving it's very, very possible that you are actually having this happen to you, okay? And also it can be down to this lack of coordination and your aids not being as independent as you once thought they were. We actually worked a lot on this inside of Connection this month. We spoke about independent aids and we used being out on the trail to really get down into the nitty gritty of it. But it is important. Often we think we are far more independent, <laughs> what we actually are and it is important to understand that that lack of independence can be the reason that things are stalling a little bit for you and your horse okay so keep an eye on that okay the fourth reason that riders often become a little stuck when training or retraining the horse is due to a lack of knowledge um I do think that we can sometimes fall into a trap of seeing somebody else do something with their horse. And, you know, it always looks simple, doesn't it? Like, it's always like, oh, look, piece of cake. Sure, I could do that. And then when you actually go to carry it out, you realize, hold on now, there's a lot more to this. Or you could just be one of those people who's like, silly horse, can't do the thing. But it is important to understand that there are lots of different things going on underneath the, the picture that you see when somebody is riding a horse. You know this yourself. Like, ask anybody who's never ridden a horse before and they'll tell you, sure, it's simple. You know, my husband actually believed horse riding was not a real sport. I know. We have since educated him on all that. But I do think it's important that you know, you know yourself how much is going on. So, um, therefore it seems a little presumptive to assume that somebody who's doing things at a higher level is doing less. There is a lot going on there and they have worked towards that. Now, I would recommend all the time trying to just upgrade your own knowledge, what you know, okay? This is not the doing, this is the knowing. You need to know what it is you're trying to do, what the outcome should be, how you do it, what to expect from your horse, what could potentially go wrong, all of these things you need to know in order to actually take that into the arena and help 
you and your horse to work through this. And I also think that it's important to understand why you're doing something. Um, I really feel that many riders, I had an example recently to do with the transition into canter and the rider knowing what to do, but not understanding why they were doing it. Okay. So it is important to understand why as well. Okay. And as you're doing this, then you can begin to go deeper into each topic and you'll figure out more things and that way you can then begin to feel more confident in your abilities and also then be able to more if you want it's, it's like this more simplistic way of then describing it or communicating this across to your horse the more you know on it the easier you'll find you'll be able to communicate that to your horse now the final issue which is a big issue a big big issue is the lack of time. Um, I really and truly feel that not just time from a, ooh, I've only got 20 minutes time perspective, but actually expecting your horse to suddenly be able to do all the things, okay? That's not going to happen. Like, if you went for a three-kilometer run today, I could never even imagine myself running three kilometers today, but there you go. If you went for a three-kilometer run today, like you wouldn't finish it off saying, okay, I'm going to do the full marathon tomorrow. I'm ready. But yet as riders, we can make that assumption of our horse. We can kind of think that, oh, look, he jumped 30 centimeters. Jeepers are ready for a meter 20 tomorrow. That's it now. We're on the way. And we do it with flat work as well. We do it with everything. And it's really, really, really important to understand that your horse needs time to develop and to develop physically, but also to develop mentally and emotionally. He needs to understand what it is that he's supposed to do and he needs to believe that he can do it, okay? As well as actually being able to do the thing. But time is really essential. And very often when we are trying to train ourselves and train our horses without the help of a trainer or a coach, we can forget how long it can take and it can feel feel like this is taking forever but remember when you're using each and every ride as a stepping stone when you're really and truly taking each one and you're using it to step into the next to step into the next to step into the next imagine yourself um where there's like a stream and there's these stepping stones across the stream okay like each one leads to the next one if you were to take any of those stones out it would make it really difficult to get to the next stone and yet when you're just taking one step at a time it's pretty simple well you're working with your horse should be the same that's how it should feel okay so you want to make sure that you're not losing sight of the bigger picture but that you realize there are all these different little steps that have to be taken and this is where planning comes into effect now if you have not already go over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash planner i'll also link for it here in the show notes and get the free riding plan that you can use to begin working with your horse there's an exercise there for you to use um, for this month to help you move forward but i do think that if you can apply all of these things so if you are consistent if you are understanding the difference between training and retraining and knowing exactly where your horse is on that topic that you're working on does he need training or does he need retraining here and then if you're also understanding that sometimes how you think you're doing things is not actually how you're doing the thing okay so creating a feedback loop for yourself that you understand all of the ins and outs of it. You know what it's all about, okay? You can go deep on this, much deeper than what you could actually do with your horse, okay? That with the point where you are in the training, you know more than that. 
and then finally that you're giving yourself and your horse enough time to get there that is how you're going to see results in your riding okay i hope this helped and if you are struggling at all you can drop me an email it's lauren at stridesforsuccess.com you can also join the groups all the the links are in the show notes yeah we'll see you in there okay be good bye